What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Everything But Hockey. I'm your host, Andrea Helfrich, and giddy with the episode that I have for you guys today because it is all about love. Recently, Flyers forward Scott Lawton proposed to his now fiance, Chloe, and of course, I called her to congratulate her, but also ask her to come on the podcast and tell us everything. So this is all very fresh. It just happened, and um, she's going to tell us all about it. So obviously, you can tell how excited this makes me. It just, you know... It's such such a happy moment uh, in time. And she also talks about her career and her studies. She has been in school for a very long time studying osteopathy. I hope I said that correctly. But she'll go into exactly what that kind of medicine is and what it means for her professional career. Um, So there's lots to talk about. We're going to just jump right in. Are you still floating, like just sitting on cloud nine? Yes, I think it finally kind of felt more real yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah. When Scott came home, cause I was just alone, like talking to everybody, which was nice too, because I was catching up with people that like I haven't spoken to in a little bit too. So, but yeah, it was nice to be able to kind of recall some family yesterday and just see do it together. Each other, like together. Yeah. We like, oh. sat down for dinner. We're like, Oh, our first dinner as engaged. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, so cute. For being corny, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's why I was like, are you floating? Because that's the only way I could describe it for the first month, at least. I was like smiling for no reason. So, Aww. okay. Well, that's yeah. good then. Because I was like, I want to, I wish I could just take kind of this time in a way. I was like, I never thought I'd have to dive into anything. And I have no idea what I would want to do for a wedding or anything like that. But yet, at least. But now with like, everything everything like dates getting pushed back and stuff I feel it's a little bit more pressure to start and like look at options are you guys gonna do Canada yeah we'll do like Toronto area it's just a matter of where I'll have to start looking but my sister and Scott's brother are like way better at all that stuff like I feel like I woke up Sunday and they're like okay so who do you know getting married next summer like what about this date I we were thinking this day and I'm like okay thanks guys but I need a minute yeah. Well, at least you've got like a team. Definitely. We have a good team because Scott and I are just both like kind of floaters. Like, sure. That's good. Like I can't picture either of us being like, what kind of napkins? So <laughs> we got people to make those. Oh, you'll, get, for us. you'll get there and you will have no oh idea of napkins. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, wait. I want to know like every single detail of what happened, like how he proposed. Okay. Yeah. So I am first off so happy to say like I was so surprised and like looking back I'm trying to like retrace all the things that could have been better hints for me because I just would have thought I don't know that he couldn't keep a surprise like as a backstory I remember one time we were like first dating Scott was like I have a surprise this afternoon for us like we're like okay we'll grab lunch before and then head there and we literally were in line I think we're getting like a pita and the lady casually was just like oh, what are you guys up to this afternoon? And Scott's like, oh, we're going to Canada's Wonderland. And then we sat down for lunch. I'm like, so we're going to Wonderland. It's like an amusement park. And he's like, are you kidding? So I had no faith that Scott could be surprised, but he really did a great job. So yes, anyways. Wait, I'm dying and I can so picture him just being like, we're going here. Like he didn't even realize he said it until you sat down. And then he's like, have you ever been asked, what are you doing today? But someone make it like that you order no. from like, it's usually like, how are you? He's like, well, are you kidding? But anyway, what but yeah. day was it a Saturday? It was Saturday. It was the day of the afternoon game. And 
I went with uh, like Lauren Van Reems. Like I'm just like kind of giving background because I'll circle back to all the people that knew and mm. I had no idea. Like nobody dropped any hints or like- Which that's kind of the best they, part when there are so many players involved that knew I was and so everyone- impressed. I was so impressed. I was like, all of you, wow. But yeah, so I went to the game with her and Scarlett. It was Scarlett's first game, was taking pictures for them. And then Scott and I had a plan for after to grab pizza at a place, Pizzeria Stella. It's in Society Hill. So we used to order from it a lot, like just takeout, but we never actually have sat down. And I think we were grabbing dinner at Bistro Romano in the area, just picking up like a couple of weeks back when it wasn't even nice out yet. So Scott was like, oh, it's such a pretty outdoor setup at like the Pizzeria Stella. We should go sometime. I'm like, yeah, it's so nice when it gets nice out. So Saturday is supposed to be a nice day and their schedule has been pretty crazy. So uh, the fact that we had like an, a night after a game was like, oh, that's perfect. So he's like, how about right after the game, we go, we grab pizza and it's like first come first serve, like no reservation. So he's like, we'll just head there right after that way. If we don't get a spot, we can just take it to go like to go home. So it made sense that we were going right after the game because that's not something we normally do. Scott's like out of his suit, like immediately goes home, like, you know. So he stayed in his suit after the game to go get yes. pizza? Yes. So yeah, I was waiting outside after the game for him. We like left to go together. He even packed a shirt to go to change into to grab pizza with us. To kind of seem like everything was business as normal. Yes. Yes, exactly. We arrived and we were looking for parking forever. So again, nothing like he's just stressed. And then we get out of the car and he's like, you know what? Is it weird if I wear my suit? Like, I'm not going to change. I'm like, no, whatever. I'm like, it's kind of weird. But it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm just like, we're grabbing pizza outside. It's a Saturday, but you know, it's fine. Uh, and then we walked the whole way there. I even had like our masks in my hand too. And he was at one point made a comment and he would be the last one to say this too because he doesn't really care but he's like you have like three masks in your hand like put them in your pocket and I'm like oh whatever it's COVID everyone's wearing a mask like everyone has them on or in their hands like it doesn't matter so I keep walking keep holding the mask we turn down like, the <laughs> street I'm like rambling like oh my gosh doesn't this remind you of like we went to visit my sister one time in a town in France like doesn't this remind you of that the street the what um the trees like he was probably like Chloe please stop talking or he was probably (laughs) so thankful that you were kind of oblivious to what was about to happen that's very true but we walked like the entire length of the rope of the alley or whatever and I'm sure he was like okay I need to do this I need to do this (laughs) so we got to the very end he like stepped out in front of me turned back and was just like I need to tell you something and like started like talking to me about like about us or whatever and then was getting down on one knee and I was just like and I was like I have these masks in my head I was like like, no and I like looked down I don't know it was all like a blur I like blacked out and I'm like my purse is zipped my pocket's small I'm like I wanted to like throw these masks in my phone and just like hold his hand like I didn't know what to do and I was just anyways it all happened so fast so that's why I was laughing like the whole time so I feel like the whole thing was just like what just happened it was really sweet. Oh my God. I love every second of that, especially like <sighs> the suit to pizza, like put the masks away, like a detail that I a guy know. would never, never say. I know. And it was really cute too. Cause so then I like looked up and I noticed that he had asked somebody to take pictures like from across the street. So I feel like I finally broke and made eye contact with this guy. And that's when I was like, 
oh my god she had this it just kind of came full circle that this was like such a full plan and yeah I was saying the whole car ride over I was like being chatty which whatever pretty typical but uh he was extra quiet now that I think back he was texting the guys all the chat the photographer was like taking pictures like once you get to the blue house I'm right here so I'm like oh my gosh poor Scott there was so many factors that's so (laughs) tough when someone's basically hiding the bushes or wherever the photographer was um to align your movements with his position and the pictures looked great I mean he captured it Yeah, no, he did such a good job. I'm so happy with them because immediately after he was just like, obviously nice in the moment was like, oh, do you guys want some pictures now? And we're like, sure. And then we went back to like take pictures. And now looking at those, I'm like, we are so awkward. Like this was, we needed candid. That was perfect. And then right after Scott's like, so, so do you want pizza? (laughs) I'm dead. Did you guys get pizza? Yes, we did. And then we sat down and we were like calling everybody and even like did a drink order I'm like sure I'll, I'll have a, a beer too and I'm like what am I doing a beer like I was just in such like a whirlwind of a moment a moment but um yeah and we sat down and then uh Scott was like oh yeah this one's my favorite I'm like oh I haven't had that one before he's like oh yeah I got it okay well actually I got it yesterday with Raph and I was like what so him and Raffle went the day before after practice and did an entire walkthrough of this proposal <laughs> I know I know so I'm like I think you guys are actually engaged okay so there was a lot of planning involved there were also a lot of people it's like so cute all the girls knew yes all the girls knew because Scott was like talking about it and like stressed and like even in uh I think it was like Andy Andrew who had the ring for the week and then he brought it to the game and like put it in Scott's shoe and his stall it's like there's so many layers and I was like yeah so Scott was like after the game, like where, like checking his suit, like where did he put this? But it was in the shoe. Yeah. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh, he put the ring in the shoe. Wow. But yeah, on that note, so then when he relocated to his jacket, when he, I don't know if I said this, but the reason he was like, I have to wear my suit was because the ring was in the jacket. He's like, I can't maneuver this right now. Like he's no. like too stressed. And I also like, feel like you would notice it if it was in suit pants. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, my pants are too tight. Like now it all came like he was like now thinking about it. It was like not going to work as I thought. So the suit it is. But Uh, I think it looked great. (laughs) You guys have been together for a long time, but how long have you been together? Yeah. And that's funny because we've known each other for so long. I think we met when we were like 17 or 18. How'd you guys meet? It was dated. Like hometown. Um, Yeah. So actually we have so many connections. It's kind of crazy. My sister, it, uh, she was dating her now husband at the time. So when they started dating, I started going around with her, like if he would have people over or a cottage weekend. So I met his group of friends and Scott was a part of that. His younger brother had played with Scott all throughout. So they've like, Scott's known my brother-in-law or now his almost brother-in-law, pretty crazy since he was like five years old. So they've known each other forever. They played junior hockey together even. Scott was his rookie. There's like so it just they have like such a great relationship. As an that added is awesome factor, my for like sister, you two as sisters. It's so fun. Like uh, vacation and stuff. It's so easy that my sister and I, I remember even this the one trip right before her wedding, we were running around like crazy, like a dress for the bridal shower and this and that. And I think we left them the entire time. And we're like, they're fine. Like we're like, we are so lucky that they are probably having like the best time just the two of them even without us so we're really lucky to have that dynamic 
but as an added thing too, Scott's older brother has been friends with my sister since they were like 15. And that was already like a small world connection with my sister when she was dating her husband. So there's just so many like layers. It makes it really nice. Yeah. It makes it just like, everyone's a big family. Okay. So you guys were 17, 18. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, so we were long distance. Like we started dating when I was in, in university. And then I also had like a post-grad program. So now it's been like, I guess technically almost like seven years of that, but like, don't get me wrong. We definitely like had our breaks in between two, but ultimately, yeah. When I look back, I'm like, that's, I'm so happy with how everything was just because I look back at university and as much as like technically, yeah, I was like, I had always had Scott there in some capacity, but uh, it was so nice that I had my own experience in a way. Like we were like, oh, I miss you, miss you too. Wish you were here. I wish I was there, but we're not. So that is so important to also like grow up Mm -hmm. a little bit and figure out your own identity, Um, especially that young. Oh yeah like the person you're spending the rest of your life with, which in your case it is, do it on your own for a little bit too and know that you still love being together. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about it too. I feel like you said it like the best way. I feel like when I look back, I'm like, yeah, no regrets on how everything went because we just are, yeah. And now with everything, it's so nice being able to be here um, so much now and here all the time. It was nice this last year, like one silver lining of, uh, everything going on was that my program went online. So I've been just doing online school here. I just finished up my last week in March, did my final exams. So now I'm in this weird like limbo because typically I'd be starting up my last clinical semester, graduating in the fall. And then, but just with everything, home is a little bit, is, is locked down right now. So uh, that's kind of on pause, but yeah, it's been a weird feeling to be like, I don't have school right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably nice because I feel like you've been in school for a very long time. I have been. Like when I look back, I think I someone said to me like, oh my gosh, congrats after eight years. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Because now <laughs> even I think back to when I say like, oh yeah, first year of this current program, I think I'm almost talking about like first year of university. Like I forget that I did both. I'm like, oh gosh. Wait, but- let's talk about what you studied and what you are going to be because I'm okay. going to try <laughs> to explain it. So I study osteopathy. I feel like forever I always said I wanted to be a veterinarian. And that's what kind of put me on the path of like my pre-med program that I ended up doing in as my undergrad at university. And I, I like, I knew the program I was going to do, the school I was going to in like grade 10. So I was like, I had that plan. And then when I got there, I feel like I just became a bit more interested in other aspects, like of human anatomy or like the human, like just dealing with like our health system and people that I met that were pursuing veterinary medicine were just so passionate about that. So I was kind of like, oh shoot, I don't have that same passion. And I just was trying to navigate what mine was. So as I started getting more and more interested in anatomy and all of those courses, I did like a dissection course in one of my years. And it was just like, I was like obsessed. It was my easiest thing to study in a way because I was so zoned in on it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. But my final like light bulb moment of osteopathy, which I'm now pursuing was I've seen an osteopathic practitioner my whole life. Like my family's gone to one for treatment forever. And I think it was in my last year and I was in a treatment 
trying to piece together what she was doing or understanding what she was doing. And I started talking to her more about it and the science of it. And I was like, okay, yes, I want to do this. In Canada, it is a little different than the U.S. So um, in Canada, I graduate as an osteopathic manual practitioner. So it's not a doctorate program. In the States, you are a doctor of osteopathy. You prescribe medicine. Um, when at home, we don't do any of that. We stick strictly to the manual manipulation of things. So it is just like purely a manual therapy for us. I guess I can sum up like what is osteopathy? Because yes. I feel like anytime I say the word, people are like, what are you talking I'm about? I'm still trying to figure it out. It is a, a look at like the entire body. So if you were coming in for a treatment, you would for sure give me like all of your complaints, like your subjective complaints, your symptoms, your past history. And I would take all that into consideration, but then having you sit down on the table, lay down on the table, I would go through and assess your entire body with what you've told me in mind. So I'm assessing range of motion of all joints in your body. So taking your body through what it's supposed to do. And if I find any restrictions in motion or asymmetries in motion from like your left and your right side or your arms and your legs, like I, I'm gathering all of that information and making one full picture of kind of, it's like a, I guess I would say lesion pattern, but it's like a pattern of compensation. So oftentimes it's like your head, maybe someone has a rotate, a head rotated right. And then their shoulders are rotated left. And in a simple way, you have kind of torsions throughout your whole body. And then these lines of torsions are putting certain like tissues on strain and that's when you have pain and it can kind of present itself in any way. So you could walk in or three people can walk in with a headache mm -hmm. and I don't have a treatment for a headache. That's what's kind of fun about it because it's different every time for well, each person. Sounds like it's a, yeah, it's a Rubik's cube. I mean, you never are going. Yeah, it's like a big puzzle. <laughs> I mean, I'd want to go to that kind of doctor because it's tailored to what's really going on with you. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's kind of, I would think of it as like preventative in a way at home. Uh, people often come to us because yeah, they've been in an accident or they have a sore shoulder and it hasn't been fixed through other methods or other yeah therapies. And that's often who comes in. And then eventually it's like, oh yeah, my hands used to tingle at night and, and now I don't get that feeling. And it's just, those are the things that you're like, wow, this is so amazing. Cause we think of doing, like we are using just the muscular system to create change. Like we're looking at like muscle connections, like using the legs as a lever into the body. But ultimately we're affecting like nerves, arteries, veins, lymphatics. We're thinking pathways to and from every muscle that we're treating. You are the doctor I want to go to. This is all a very exciting time. Done school. Yeah, I know. It's funny too, because I feel like forever, I feel like when you are with someone for a while, so people are always like, oh, when are you getting engaged? And when are you doing that? And I feel like our aunts are always is like, when I'm done school. Oh, when Chloe's done school, when I'm done school. Like I just always had that answer. And then it was legitimately like two Wait. weeks after my final exams. I'm like, oh my gosh, that. Well, yeah. that definitely wasn't an accident. Scott, obviously like heard you saying that. <laughs> and obviously like bookmarked that in his mind and was like, okay, got it on the calendar. Yeah, seriously. So he did well. <laughs> oh my gosh. He did so good. So, all right. Just thinking about how much schooling you needed to do what you're doing. Like 
how, how was that with long distance and how long were you guys apart? So he would leave each year in, in like, yeah, August in the beginning. And then it slowly started becoming like early September. Uh, so I feel like that's another thing I used to say, like, yes, long distance, but like part-time long distance, I feel like we lived in such extremes. It was like, I might not be able to see you, but then all summer we're like, it was our full like reset. So we were lucky that obviously our home base is the same. So it was like seasonal long distance. So yeah, we had a lot of road trips. I drove and that was really nice too, because I think I got so close with Scott's parents. They were always driving down and like, yeah, hop in the car, drive for eight hours, whether it was like Allentown or like Philly, throw me in the back, like I'll join. So it's, we'd leave probably I think maybe towards my last year of school I was like okay I'll try and schedule so I had Fridays off so I'd leave like Friday with his parents we'd drive down together have the weekend and like sometimes I'd get to stay depending on my schedule and like if there was something that was missable and if not like I would head home back with them on like Sunday or Monday so it was crazy it was a lot of driving a lot of serious radio country sing-alongs but I do love a road trip though. Like I grew up always like driving to Florida. So like that was like a 22 hour drive. I love just like getting in the car. Yeah. Getting in the car, (laughs) like packing your snacks and like just, I don't know, downloading all the movies you wanted. I don't know. I don't know why it always makes me so happy. I like love a road trip. So beginning of the season, I love like packing up the car and hitting the road. I guess looking back, like I feel like my one tip was like, we would text all the time, but just almost like check-ins like, oh, I'm here. Like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, just in class. And maybe if something happened, like, oh, this happened. But I would save like my big stories of the day. Like we'd always like have that on the phone. Cause I feel like it sucked when you would hop on and be like, oh yeah. Like, you know, it can get. That kind of sucks. Cause you're like, yeah, it does. Of each other. Why do we have nothing to talk about? That was kind of like what we found worked for us in a way. I love how you guys just like go with the flow and like what is, is, and you're going to make the best of it. Like that's such a good your life. Yeah, that's true. I would say we're both pretty similar in that way. So it makes it easy, but also we need people to be like, okay, go do this. <laughs> Which, okay. So I can tell you have like the, not pressure, but the help from sister and brother-in-law. What, yes. what is their plan for your guys' wedding? <laughs> <laughs> ballroom in like yeah you know what you want or have you been told I know I know no they're good also like my sister had her wedding too so now she like knows like all like the ins and outs of it of how to help me do what I want to do I don't know we've always said simple small and I know that's hard because as soon as you start writing out people and like their dates and all that like it definitely adds up to be not that small in the end but we just ultimately want to like know everybody that's there and like would be able to hang out with everybody there individually in a way. So I love nice congrats in the moment. Like I don't have to meet anybody maybe on the day and like feel stressed in that way. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what's like available. I'm going to start looking. So like, don't hold me accountable to what I'm saying now, (laughs) but I don't know if I were to say right now, I would want like kind of a restaurant vibe in a way. Like we both would want to be married in a church but then make our way to like an after celebration of like, I don't know, just a, a casual thing. So not the formal like dance floor DJ setup. 
Okay. Well, dance. See, this is the thing. It's like, I'm like, yeah, I just want casual, but then of but course you, you want a dance flowers floor. and then a dance floor. And then, yeah, we need music. And it's like, you're okay. You're funny. Nobody. So I don't know. That's all the little things that we'll just, I'm sure we'll figure out as we go. But it was funny. I think as soon as it all happened on Saturday, it was the Sunday that like they were leaving again. So this got left at like two o'clock the next day and we're just like, okay, bye. We're like, what just happened? <laughs> and then I think the next day we FaceTimed or later that night, I forget, but he was like, so when do you want to get married? <laughs> um, maybe next summer. Like, I don't know. We were kind of both not like as much as we talked about certain things, we weren't like, okay, this is the year we're doing this. And next summer we'd be married and next summer this it's like, I felt like I didn't talk about any of that until you were like, okay, until we're engaged, then we talk or else it's just weird. I don't know. I felt like I didn't want to be too planny with my life. So we'll see. <laughs> no, it's better that way because then if you do kind of throw out those numbers and dates, whenever you're, you feel like stuck to them and it's nicer that you yeah. be flexible. And, yeah, and exactly. I would love to see the restaurant with the dance floor because I'm looking for something like that. I couldn't find anything like <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I think it would have to be something you definitely maneuver you're like moving tables around I don't know we'll see I mean and, and your guest count is going to be hard because I imagine like the entire team and their partners are going to be there so that's that's already a lot of people exactly, Adds exactly. Up. <laughs> but it's okay so I'm not quick. scaring you I'm just I know I'm like sitting here taking it all in. No, I need all, all of your tips. Excel spreadsheet, do it in Google docs. You guys can share it. I forgot to do that. And now Antonio has the like original on his computer. So I can't act. <laughs> so that was a swing and a miss fail. Um, okay. Good tip. Pinterest, lots of Pinterest, because when you go for flower meetings or you go for anything with design there, the first thing they say is, okay, what's your vibe? What's the inspiration? And sometimes you don't know, like, I like, the word modern, timeless, romantic, but what the heck does that really mean? <laughs> oh, pictures. So I know. Oh, geez. Yeah. I will start. I, I actually did start. So that's a huge step for me. <laughs> I made a Pinterest pin board, whatever it's called. Do you have any idea what you want for your dress? Have you? I do. Yeah. Oh, that's actually good. one thing that I always felt I knew. And it's <sighs> funny because I think when my sister uh, was getting married. I like loved her dress. It was like beautiful on her. And then I was always weird about trying on wedding dresses. Like you hear that stuff is like, it's bad luck. Like don't do it. But we kind of whatever avoided that. I just, I put hers on. And like, as I stepped into it, we both were like, no, it's not for me. <laughs> she had like a beautiful, like ball gown, like big poofy, like it was so stunning on her. And I slipped it on and I instantly felt like I was like 16 in like a big dress, but it's yeah, just like I mean, bat mitzvah, quinceanera vibes. Yeah. But on her, it was stunning and on me and she agreed too. So I wasn't like insulting the dress at all. She was like, no. no. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, a, a silhouette that is very bold. And while I also always wanted like princessy and you see it in the magazines and whenever girls wear it, it looks stunning, but like you put it on mm -hmm. with you. Like just, I know and it's like I feel bad because it's like oh it's like kind of your one chance to do that dress know. you know so you go yeah, back like when else are you gonna I know. I know I know I went to like seven different <laughs> bridal boutiques like it was getting to the point where with dresses I was like I'm never gonna find it like I'm probably blacklisted in the wedding industry <laughs> that girl that goes and tries and never buys 
Like I felt that. Champagne. (laughs) No, no, wait. The worst part of COVID, not worse. This is terrible. A (sighs) side to the experience during COVID was that not only could you not have your bridesmaids or like both your moms, it was super limited to one person. A lot of the boutiques I went, they, they weren't doing the whole champagne thing. So what you think about as a little girl, it was just completely opposite. Can't touch the dresses. You keep your mask on, of course, the whole time. Yeah. I didn't think about that stuff. I'm like processing it all. (laughs) I'm like taking it all in for a second here. It depends on where you're going and like, you know, Mm -hmm. now is different. The restrictions are getting, you know, lifted as people are getting the vaccine. So maybe when you start looking like towards the summer, it'll be our enjoyable experience, but Either way, I'm excited that you know you have in mind like the silhouette of what you want. That's huge. I had no idea. Oh, there's Bruce coming to join us. Bruce. Okay, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce is her cat. And he's like epic. Oh, yeah, sorry. What kind of cat is he? He's a rag doll. Where'd you guys come up with the name Brucey? We were, it was actually like this time last year that we were really looking at getting a kitten. And it was so like Scott was like taking the reins on this. Like he he and it's funny because if you ask anybody from his family they are all shocked that scott owns a cat like they're like what happened he used to be so afraid of cats like they had a dog growing up but his grandparents are like afraid of cats it like kind of got down like like he became afraid of cats something happened to him as a kid with a cat i think like to his grandparents and then it was just like passed on fear. they were just like we don't like cats and then scott was they like i don't like cats either exactly so yes and then he met my family cat named cuddles i did name her <laughs> so <laughs> definitely have a good track name. record for names yes and she lived up to it so scott fell in love with her and she's just like the sweetest cuddliest cat and then uh so then we got the same breed so she's a ragdoll as well and when we got Bruce, we were brainstorming names like for a boy, and we both love the movie Matilda. It's been like, and like we will throw it on actually randomly sometimes. So that like it was both of our childhood movies. Like you know that movie when you're not feeling well, you stay home from school and you throw on something. Yeah. It was for me. It was always like Matilda or It Takes Two with Mary Kate Ashley. Oh my Those God, are my two, that. and it just like it just made me feel better. And then knowing like when Scott, we had it all one time, and like and I told him that story, and he's like, Oh my gosh, that was me too, and. His mom's like, yeah, oh my gosh, Matilda every every time he was home. So we both loved it and we loved the scene of like Brucey with like the cake. If you haven't watched it, you should go and see it. It's like he's in front of the whole audience and having to like eat this massive chocolate cake and everyone's chanting like Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. So he's like, yeah, it's I love it. <laughs> so that's where Brucey came from. And it's yeah, Brucey Lawton. That is so cute. You guys are seriously the same person. Like you look at your, <laughs> your sick day movie, the same movie. I know. It's scary sometimes. <laughs> I feel like when we think of some of the similarities, but no, it works really well. Well, if any of you out there are looking to pop the question, now you've got some serious inspo thanks to our very own Scott Lawton. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and this conversation. Maybe even inspire some of you to go into osteopathic medicine. There, I could finally say it after she explained it. But um, very fascinating. I just love learning from all of the guests that we have on the show. And if there's any guests that you want in particular, be sure to let me know. You can do so by just leaving a review. And if you haven't, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Rate it and subscribe if you are not already so you don't miss next episode. Until then, I'll see you guys soon. Bye.